Today is August 7th. The Yankees have lost five games in a row. They get swept by the Cardinals in St. Louis. The trade deadline has brought a little bit of a hangover and a lot of sting. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Jake is here. He looks nice. You look good, Jake. You know what? I, I, I how you doing? All black's good for me. Uh, it works. It works. Slimming. I think that's the general thing. James You're a Kiwi. James, big baby Davis. Everyone live with us. I'll tell you what. I was just getting a little hot. We didn't cut the music short. Um, oh. But it, it, First time I really thought about it. You know, and then I was thinking about it, and I was like, am I right to be thinking we should cut the music short because we should demand, you know, more out of this team five-game losing streak? It, it feels like they just used up kind of a last little bit of rope. Like, they still have, they have the best record in the American League. Um, they, or maybe they just tied the Astros. But... You know, again, everything on the year is a win, but man, this trade deadline hangover and the vibes right now, things that are very real. I mean, even coming off the Monty trade, who we get to see right after. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it just, it feels like August and a bad time in August. Uh, they're like testing, they're testing the bad vibe energy throughout. I mean, some of the quotes and some of the things like facing Monty, he shuts you down, and then the pitcher you add gives up six. Or what did Mon? It is Moan Toss. That's how they've been saying it. Uh, what did he give up? Six. So he Monty gets five shut against you, Frankie Montas, Monta, whatever the fuck. Three innings pitch, six earned runs. Then. Ron Marinaccio has been great, but because you don't want to cut depth with Albert Abreu or Litke, you send Ron Marinaccio back down, means he can't come back up for 10 to 15 days. And so you send one of your premier relievers, the guy you're going to use in big, bigger spots down, just so you don't lose guys. And then what happens? The guy that you're saving, Albert Abreu, gives up two runs right away because you want to not lose him as depth. And so you send Marin, it's like bad vibes. It's just like, that doesn't make sense. So one, the pitcher we traded away, we bring in a new guy, he gets shelled and that's a short term look. It's only one game from, for a month. So I'm not like, but but it's pure vibes, vibes. Yeah. Not long-term. I still like him. All that. And then the reliever you send down who's been lights out because you don't want to get rid of Albert Abreu is stuck in the minors while Albert Abreu is now blowing games. Yeah. 
so it's it's just bad vibes everywhere. And Rizzo has a quote that says something along the lines of like, are you going to be available tomorrow? And he was like, well, you know, we'll see this time of season. You don't really want to mess with anything. So I'll probably just take it easy and rest. There's a perfect pinch hit opportunity for him. And they, they leave Marwin in and it's just like, so, so why should I care? Right. If like that's, and, and I, you know, we were hanging out with Ploof and Moylan ex big leaguers and I'm telling them this and I'm like, it's just tough because you can clearly see that in some areas they're just like, nope, you know, let's not, let's just get through August because we just need to get our bodies ready and prep and like no sense. And it's like, all right, fine. That's you get to do that because you built up such a big lead. But I don't know where that leaves like me as a fan. Cause hearing that quote from Rizzo stinks. If it wasn't this time of the season, I get it. But then I don't know how to react to it. Right. You, you, Ideally, there's that middle area. Like, you know, early in the season when you see Judge chasing down a foul ball and you say, whoa, Judge, you don't, you do not have to lay out for that. Like, that's kind of where you want the line to be. And, hey, maybe, you know, during this time we can watch as the bullpen sorts itself out because right now I'm looking at all those names and I'm like, who's my eighth inning guy? And right now my eighth inning guy uh, might have just gotten sent down to Scranton. So I might hear about Scranton later in the episode. No, there's a lot that's off, man. And and by the way, not to get philosophical very early, um, caring is a big thing in life. If if you hmm. care, uh, things things go a long way. You you figure it out. If you care about a job, you can like keep it forever if you really want. Um, except like pro sports and stuff. Father Time's undefeated. We don't have to dive into that. Um, St. Louis cared about this series. They came off a trade deadline where they acquired two starting pitchers, Quintana and Jordan Montgomery. You know, there was probably a lot of headlines around them, you know, potentially trading all their young players for Juan Soto. They were one of the favorites for Soto. So all those guys stay. They keep their jobs. They're staying in St. Louis and a team they believe in. And by the way, not to flex the Yankee shoulders a little bit, the Yankees were coming to St. Louis. That doesn't happen a lot. That stadium was rocking. Three sellouts. Matt Carpenter comes back. Ever. Matt Carpenter comes back, and they, you know, tip of the hat as nice as you can. Those fans are great baseball fans. They're a baseball city. They gave Wayno a standing O today because he gave him 110 bullets when he had nothing in the chamber. But it's a good baseball town, so they appreciated that, trying to save their bullpen on a hot day when a 40-year-old guy is doing everything he can to try to give them a little more. So the Yankees ran into a team that is in the middle of a division chase. They're actually just hunted down their division and took a two-game lead over the Brewers, who traded away one of their favorite players. And yeah, man, uh, the result isn't shocking at all. Yachty going... Day after night and catching all four to 10 hours of that slog is unbelievable. Also unbelievable that this major league sport of baseball billion dollar industry has 65 year old men Mm. getting hit in the face with 95 mile per hour pitches after standing in the 95 degree heat for four hours straight. 
umpiring is ridiculous. It's almost theatrical. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yes. Why are we having old men yeah. stand in four hour heat with all that gear on and then they get hit in the face and we will need them to judge something that happens in the faster than that. Yeah. Did I snap in front of my face or was it to the left of my face? Wow. Heavy. Do you know? I it looked like both hands. I don't know. Yeah. I think your face was kind of clear there, but it's tough. And I mean, tough. just just because you keep calling it doesn't mean it's a strike, you know? So uh, dude, I'm not even mad about umpires anymore. I right. just feel bad. What a ridiculous ask. Catcher's jobs is the trick. Think more. about your grandpa. If you're a high school kid. Yeah. If you're my age, think about your dad. Yeah. My dad's in pretty good shape. Nice guy. Four hours in the sun? No. Judging that? How about so stupid? If if you found out that your 65-year-old relative spent five hours in the sun, like, pulling weeds, you'd say, like, whoa, we got to. You got to take it easy. Hey, hey, lay down (laughs) for a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. It's so not neat. <laughs> Whatever. So it's, yeah. it's an aside, but uh, it's an aside. It's an aside. It's just, just stupid. No, the the Yankees thing. It's all it's all frustrating, man. There's all stuff that I don't like. That I'm hoping I'm not really using it as an excuse because I want the Yankees to not be this way. But if you hear the quotes and see what they're doing with Marinaccio and Rizzo saying that. They're this way. Right. They're not going to take August seriously. And by the way, they're going to accrue rest, get healthy. So, man, I'm just struggling. Like, and that there are things I'm worried about, but there's early things like Herman pitching, not worried about it. And he did all right in the end, I think. Yeah. Um, some of the relievers we're seeing, not worried about Albert Abreu. I don't think he's part of the postseason. I hope not. Yeah. But then there's other stuff I am worried about. And then I really just want Stanton to come back and Rizzo to come back and and then let's go. Because the two of them not in the lineup is huge. Right. Supposed to be the outside of judge, like the biggest fear factors on our team should be Rizzo and Stanton. And yeah, man, I, I think the other part that's just scary about this, you've lost five straight. You're heading to Seattle, who, by the way, they've got the good juice right now. They're competing. That stadium is going to be raucous. And you're right. If you're the Yankees and your mindset is we're on a summer August road trip and uh, let's just survive it till we can get some guys back in a few weeks, you're going to keep getting your ass kicked. So that's, uh, that's the scary feeling. Yeah, you're going to go up to Seattle now and risk that. Yeah, I got to run upstairs and 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 hand something to someone who might be in a compromised position without something they need to finish something they're doing okay. and didn't check beforehand. And now right. they're stuck. So if you want to burn game one, while I provide toilet paper to my wife, you can do that. Well, and you know what, BBD, I, I don't know if it's OK. I flip these because if you're in a compromised position. You might want to reach out. To Siegel Law Firm. Siegel Law Firm is an NYC-based personal injury and civil rights law firm. What separates them is they truly care. And that's what matters. I just gave, (laughs) I literally just gave a speech about how much caring matters. (laughs) That's funny. If I was show, I would have, I would have like known that and done that. And as I told you guys last time, if I got in trouble today, 
I'd look around and I'd be like, ah, it'd be Siegel Law Firm. Because uh, these are the people that I, I now know. So there's nothing to lose. Do not disqualify yourself from a case for no reason. It's always worth the call to Siegel Law Firm. Give them a call or visit Siegel-LawFirm.com to get the legal support you need. That's S-E-G-A-L-LawFirm.com. Dash or hyphen, however, whatever you prefer. But go check them out. Check them out. And check out this burn of Game 1. Game 1. I just lost my page. Let's start it over. Start it over, BBD. Start it over. Start it over. The guy lost his page, BBD. I had to reset my computer. Like a virusy thing popped up. So now my computer was reloaded. You you go to porn.com again? No, Jimmy. Only guy I know that uses that site. And you know that's a lie as well. BBD also. You know a couple guys that use that site. All right, Dad's here. Uh, that's not the exclusive site. I Actually, use. wait. Let me. I want to do this right for the people now. I can't screw up twice. Uh. Just okay. So here's the game. Here's the burn. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. God bless you. How about, didn't sneeze, how about the next Yes app special about a Yankees pitcher canoeing a river? Nestor versus Hudson. That's a weird joke off the rip, everybody, and we're bringing some rain to St. Louis as Donaldson, is he getting hot? RBI double, it's one nothing. Yanks. Yadier Molina with the RBI single to answer, but the rain keeps falling down. Donaldson. RBI single, it's 2-1. Glibber, tough at bats this series, but he hits one off the pitcher. Infield single, RBI. Yanks are up 3-1. Solid start out of Nestor, 5.1, two Ernie's. Four walks, you don't love that, but it's all right. They've got the lead until Tyler O'Neill, your Canadian fire truck. He goes RBI single, and then, oh, is he the young and beautiful Paul with the huge two RBI double? St. Louis is rocking and they win four to three over the Yankees while Palante and Helsley finish him off. Yanks lose. Damn. Damn. Clay Holmes blows the save, Jake. Yeah. Scary stuff. He didn't look sharp. The pitch to Young hit was more of like a runner than a sinker. He's had a couple now. I don't think he's looked like who he looked like since the Reds blow up. And always had some good outings there, but I don't think he's looked as sharp. I wonder if they're trying to go back into the lab and look at the grip and the release point from those games and try to match it because that's scary. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, we know they have all the information on their end. I I wonder what it says. I I guess if there's a silver lining, Clay doesn't pitch the last two days, which if if that's what we're looking for. Uh, And he's only pitched, he's only pitched like once in a week. So that's, that's of note. Maybe they're trying to get him the rest he needs or, or something else is going on. But yeah, and that's, you know, when we were going through all the tough stuff we don't like. You know, this was a winnable game for the Yanks. We've done this a few times. You know, the Clay Holmes, the recent Clay Holmes has not been good. Has he has he used up 
the rope he <laughs> he built up during the year, that ERA that used to be video game stuff, is at two one two. I know it's not everything, but Clay Holmes has not looked as sharp. So uh, the Yankees could easily won this game. A raucous, I mean, a raucous Friday night St. Louis crowd. And I mean, look at look at the emotion the Cards were playing with when they were scoring and running the bases. Uh, it was electric for them, and uh, not enough from the Yanks. Nope. Benintendi does get his first hit, a double. First real hit. First real hit, uh, and you're hoping that leads to something. Donaldson gets two more hits, and you're hoping that that's good because I gave him the stay hot award. Stay hot. Stay hot. And then, you know, the lineup is DJ to judge, Carpenter three, Glaber four. It's, It's just how much better is that when it's Donaldson? I mean, when it's um, Stanton Rizzo. Stanton, yeah. Yeah. What I meant to say. No, and I mean, you know, Glaber, he has the hit off the pitcher in this, but he had some really brutal at-bats. He was in a tough streak. Um, Hicks and Benny, they were both struggling. Benny does the fake keep the ball thing. That's when you know it's good baseball humor. And then uh, Hicksie is in a – just got out of an o, o for blank. Um, that, yeah, o for I mean, a lot. Half half Especially. of our half of our lineup is not scary at all. So yeah, that, that's that's tough to walk away from. Where we also almost had a game. Um, and the Yankees they could have blown this open too. I mean, the fact they only got three. Hudson was struggling. The Cardinals post game press conference was about how bad Dakota Hudson looked, and he was four innings three earned. Uh, you had seven hits against him, two walks. Um, so yeah, man, that's a <laughs> another bad tone to set the series. Yep, I mean they had I think two on with one out in the second, and DJ hit into a double play. Then they open up the third single, single. So they have two on with no out, and they only get one run out of that on a Josh Donaldson single. Later on in the fifth, they open up with a single. Judge. Then steal seconds. So they got a runner in scoring position, no outs, and they end up only getting one on the pitch that hit the pitcher. And then Josh Donaldson double play, a lot of double plays, a lot of double plays. Trevino caught stealing while Hicks is up, so we're running into outs some more. That's not good. And Efros with a good outing. That that's good. he's been a bright spot. Him and Trevino have been good out of the pen. Yeah, Trevino or Efros ends up. Getting hit today, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Peter Moylan was watching the the final part of it, and it's kind of a it wasn't an ideal for spot for Efros in a lot of ways. But the Yankees bullpen is hurting. But I mean, the Cardinals is a team that's seen him a bunch. Like he he just came over from the Cubs. Oh yeah. That's, that's, well, I mean, yeah. it's not an excuse, but it's you know, I guess Efros has looked fine. And expect him to be better against the Red Sox, the Rays, the Blue Jays. If, he, if he's good the next three times out, don't care yeah. about that this happened at all for him personally. Yeah. Okay. Anything else about this game? I think I'm ready for game two. Aaron out of swing and bunt. After that, I was like, oh, boy. Mm. Cardinals are a real team. I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, this, obviously, I'm going to, I'm saying one plus one equals two here, but that lineup, you once you really face it, kind of sinks in like, oh shit. You don't get one of those two guys out. Or you you know, you get people on before those two guys come up, stuff like yeah. that. Like it's 
It's a bad time. And it, again, more dumb stuff if you're a big baseball fan. Go check out Talking Baseball. They're just a really well-run organization, and you see them put, like, look at what Lars Newtbar did this series. I mean, one of the more ridiculous names you're going to come across, but this cat was everywhere. Um, you know, Paul DeYoung, a shortstop they've believed in for a while, ends up kind of killing us throughout. So, and that's, never mind, they're two MVP-ish guys and all the talented guys around them. Really good team. I mean, they're, like, they're probably going to win the Central. They just took a two-game lead. The Brewers traded Hayter, and they're having bad times. So, it's a good team. Yankees aren't having as bad times as the Brewers are having. Yeah. Let's do game two. Brewers having a bad time. All right, let's do game two then. Get off my butt. Domingo on a Saturday. Herman versus the full Monty Gumby Jordan Belfort. Really weird riding a burn with Jordan Montgomery. On the other side of the field for the St. Louis Birdies. Bottom one, Nolan Arenado. He's going to be in Cooperstown. And he gets one more RBI to go on his plaque as Goldie scores. For the rest of this one, Jim, nothing. The Birds win one nothing. Monty, five innings pitched, two hits, only one K. Domingo was fine. Marinaccio Trevino to Chapman with a clean outing. But the Yankees lose 1-0 on a bleh, bleh game. Mm. Monty on the other side of things, huh? Yeah, how about it, man? Just weird. Just weird. Only two hits. I mean, do you think that this was the Yankees kind of... Allowing him, you know, to ease into his new environment. Yes. Right. That's the only thing that I can, I can make sense of it is that they were like, you know what, guys, we got a big lead in this, in the, in the division. That's our guy. That's our guy out there. We want him to be liked. Yeah. Let's take it easy and send Monty off. Well, because even judges hit, he hit it on the ground, right? You know, and then I do believe that Monty had the other thought was, "Let me help Higgy, right? Let me help Higgy get started, right?" Yeah, I mean, no, no flaws in that. Um, pretty crazy. I mean, Jordan Montgomery been around since the start of Talking Yanks, uh, so that's nuts. It was uh it was pretty bizarre to see him in a Cardinals uni. Good for him for getting a good start. But yeah, I mean there's I mean, what do you even talk about in this game? Nothing. What do you talk about? They lost one nothing. Her mom pitched all right. Two hits. I mean Schmaltz? Is this Schmaltz doing the broadcast for Fox? I didn't have the audio on. You didn't? No, me and Joe's were sad. Dude, they were all over Monty. BBD, did you have the audio on? I was out to dinner, and I got back after Not Montgomery. Not Monty. They were all over Herman. Like, I got home, I don't, I got home after. Like, the way, this. like, we call blitzball battles. It was, it, was, it was almost oddly aggressive. They were like, oh, he's just not throwing any good pitches. 
That's just a bad pitch. Oh, you can't throw that pitch in that count. And they go, Hmm. after pitching so poorly in the first two innings, Herman has settled down a little bit. It's like, whoa. Is everyone just on the fuck Herman train? I think so. I think it's pretty easy and nobody can say you're wrong about it. So that's probably what happened. I'm not, you know. I've I've had some mixed reviews with Smoltz in my day, so I uh, I, I didn't I didn't hear him, but I, I haven't been a, a huge fan of his booth work. Okay, okay. Here he's a hell of a know. golfer, though. I mean, there's nothing. Hey, I'm scrolling through it. Marinaccio strikeout, fly ball, walk. They bring in Trevino to face Arenado uh, and give him the. Not clean inning. And the one out to end it. And then he pitched well the next inning. Um, Chapman comes in, walks pools right away. That was a fun matchup. Huh, yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty fun matchup. He walked him on splitters when he had him 0-2, I believe. Or 1-2. What was it? Uh, it 1-2. 2-2. Two. Ball strike, ball strike. Ball strike, ball strike. That's weird how base reference does that. And I think it was two splitters. I yeah. don't know. It was weird. Uh, and then they they pin, catch the pinch runner stealing, so that helps that helps Chappie out. Oh, yeah. It's Picked funny. him off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good tag. And then Gallegos, the Voight trade, shuts him down. How about that? Yeah. That's all. There's, like, nothing. Yeah, I guess the only Two thing hits, you, one of them was Higgy. you added it briefly. Um, something that I think Kay slipped into the broadcast that I think the Yankees, we, we talked about what do, what do their analytics guys believe in or know, and we've talked about the difference between them and Houston. Houston has given up the least amount of, like, coming into clean, or having the most clean innings where the Yankees have the opposite. They have the their pitchers entering the most amount of times with runners on. Um, they said it when Trevino came in. Trevino has a big, uh, he has a great strand rate. I think it's 9% of inherited runners for Trevino this year. So that might be part of the Yankees' sauce. So watch for Trevino to be a big middle-of-the-inning guy. But I guess they kind of make all their guys big middle-of-the-inning guys. Yeah, maybe that's why they like him. Yeah. His, his stuff's kind of fun, too. Oh yeah, easy ninety-seven oh, yeah. with a little cutter off of it. He's he's fun. Little cut, little cut, little cut. All right, takes us into a Sunday day game. Mm. I tweeted out a video. I felt like America today. Yeah, maybe my dad. Maybe that's just my how my remember my dad like laying on the floor in a position that's not comfortable, but I'm in that position, so I'm not moving. Right. Watching a rather boring, sluggish baseball game in the AC. And my son was just crawling all over me. And we were like playing. And I was like watching the game, but it wasn't really affecting my mood because it was so boring. And I was like, this is America, I think. My a good a good version of it. Yeah, I don't know if boring's the perfect word. I think it was just it wasn't good baseball. Yeah, it, but it was like every time a team scored runs and like punched back, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There were no surprises. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. 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 Well, burn it. Dude, get off your horse and burn. Way no, me say way no. Adam Wayno's a crazy mofo as New York takes on Adam Wainwright, Cardinals legend, and Jim, hopefully future Yankees legend. It's Frankie the Yankee. Montas makes his Yankees debut. Top one, Carpenter. Sack fly. Yanks up one nothing. Would we have another one nothing duel on our hands? Wrong. Arenado ties it up in the first, but the Yankees. Four to one after two. The Cardinals six to four after two. The Yankees judge with the big bases loaded two RBI double ties it up at six. We are in for a doozy or we are not. St. Louis pushes three more across. It is six to nine. Nice. Yankees top six. Trevino don't hit the music. It's an RBI single. Caught me a Marwin pushes one across as he beats the double play. Nine to eight, but it would stay that way until the eighth. Oh no. He is young. He is hung. He is Paul DeYoung. 12 to 8 after his three-run homer. DJ, he hits one just for funsies in the ninth. Yankees lose to the Rams 12-9 final. Get swept, by the way. Bad. They got swept. First time they've been swept in St. Louis since uh, 16-something, I think. What was that? I'm forgetting the stat, but I re- it, they put it on the they put it on the screen. Like first the time first time the Yankees history. got swept in St. Louis since like 1470 or something. Mm. I'm blanking, but something around that. Something like that, and in and around yeah. that. Hmm. I mean, Montas bad. Yeah, had a lead. He had a long. I mean, if you want the excuses, right? I don't know if I'm allowing those until I see the next couple starts. He had a right. long break. He had bereavement. Um, he hasn't. He, he coming off the injury still a little bit. He was on a pitch limit anyway. There's excuses we can use in the bag, but let me see the next start, and if it's good, I'll be like, oh yeah, it was because of all of that shit. Yeah, I, uh, you know, can hear it in your voice a little bit, but this is probably not the right time. To talk about Frankie Montas. It was an 11-day layoff since he last pitched. His first start for the Yankees. Had a family member pass away, a mother-in-law, I believe. Um, and he's, this is his third start after injury where, you know, pitch count was more important than the results. So, obviously, stinks. And you pocket it. And you hope you can cut a hole in your pocket and let it leak out your leg and hope your buddies don't notice that you're peeing out your leg again. Um, but yeah, hopefully we don't really have to fully revisit that. <clears throat> what do you do? You used to cut a hole in your pocket so you could piss yourself better. I don't know where you got that. Okay. Without judge and Rizzo or Rizzo doesn't play Carpenter goes over four. You get some weak hits by Hicks. Good job. And then and then a real hit. Benintendi has uh, some good at bats. The umpire was pretty brutal. Any yeah. any <clears throat> any breaking ball. 
on the outside, just like just a strike. Yeah. Um, which is tough. When Boone came out to argue, the umpire was just, man, it was just like tired and hot. I'm old and hot. And I'm and over it. One time I was umping this game when I was like 14. And my partner didn't show up. So I was the only ump and I had to run out to second base and make calls and shit. And uh, coach got mad at me. And I was like, your son is nine and it's so hot. out." Yeah. And he gave me a water and he was like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I felt like Boone was ripping that ump apart. And he was just like, it's hot dog. Yeah. Um... Split it. I can't focus. This should be a robot's job. <laughs> I E65, go in the sun, stand for four hours, and try to call if a 100-mile-per-hour pitch is on the plate or an inch off the plate. Why aren't we getting youthful people to do that job? It's a great point. It's a great point. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, there was... So there was a glimmer today that the story could be, like you said, a lot of Yankees hit. Glaber has a couple hits. You know, three-hit day after he's looked pretty rough. Benny with a couple hits and good at-bats. Hicks breaks the 0 for 32, I believe, uh, and then he ends up with a three-hit day, and, you know, that's baseball Susan. Trevi with a pair of hits. Judge and LeMahieu going mental up top. That if the bullpen held and the Yankees came back, you'd be like, all right, so this team's still got a little bit of the, you know, we don't like losing mentality. Remember when we used to hear about that a lot instead of the, well, you know, let's just be precautious. Um, that, yeah, it would have been like, okay, you know, Trevino, couple outings. Uh, Wandy, nice, nice two innings. And then Efros was so close, he gets popped at the end. It's the backbreaker. It's the game ender. I was putting James to sleep. I heard I heard the TV. What was I can go pull it up right now, but what was the pitch? Um can you describe the uh, home run Efros gave up? I did not see it yet. So Efros is pitching, right? Um he's on the mound and he he throws a slider that ends up pretty much middle and I I guess the thing for me is uh it's DeYoung who is just so locked in this series. Um I'm I'm becoming a big off-the-field, non-analytics guy again. Um, that's what I'm offering to front offices. Paul DeYoung, picture what's going on here. He just comes back from rehab. He was in kind of a shortstop competition earlier in the year with Edmundo Sosa. They traded Edmundo Sosa uh, to the Phillies right as he comes back from the IL. So you want to talk about being empowered? Like, you guys are keeping me as your shortstop? He had great at-bats. He killed the Yankees this series, and I think this was just like the cherry on top for him. Yeah, Edmundo's a, a tough first name. Not into it, huh? No. I like it. Well, you would. Oh, okay. That's true. What's the what's the rival? What's Goodberger's rival? Like Keenan and Kel? Yeah. I don't know. Mondo Burger. Edmundo. Burger. Edmondo Burger. Google. Did you have that off the top of your head? Google. DVD? Wow. Quick Google today. What? Mondo Burger, yeah. How'd you Google that so fast? What did you Google? 
Good Burger Rival, and then an auto-filled restaurant. Good Googling. Jay could never do that. Never, bro. I'd still be looking. He would have Googled like Keenan Kel Burger movie. Keenan Kel Burger. Yeah. That's all I had. Linda uh, Cardellini's in that. One of your top 100 celebrity crushes. I don't know if that's true. Um, I, it is. Okay. It is. Shout out to my mom, Linda. You want to do awards? I think we should do awards, Jim. And I wonder if there's anybody who gets mentioned who's a part of this team. The Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. That's right. The Yankees 3A team. Only about two hours from the stadium. There's a guy that I think should be playing in the Bronx, but he's playing in Scranton. I might have to go see him soon because uh, I'm starting to say things about this guy who I barely know, although we are Instagram fans, friends, and he does have the most home runs on the team as a glove for a shortstop. Oh, yeah, and he steals a ton of bags. Um, why don't you go to PNC Field? And by the way, even if he does get the call, tons of other future Yankees there, plus Wagon Wednesdays where you can bring your dog, uh, Jake, Joe's, and Noodle. Go to see his Wald Peraza. Are yes, you please? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to bring two dogs. <laughs> Chosen Noodle. Oh, okay. Content. Well, you I think you're not do. allowed to go. To be honest. Yeah. I think it's just Chosen Noodle. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's. I mean, admit it's funnier. It's just funnier. <laughs> it's just. Funny. Why am I here with this dog? You uh, ever Google Jake Storielli fat? Okay. Hmm. I had Peter Moylan Google Peter Moylan fat today. Yeah. He was like, this is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> and then no pictures of him came up. And I was like, that's awesome. What you should do is get your single game oh. tickets at MILB.com slash Scranton hyphen WB tickets, single game tickets. Follow them on social media uh, at SWB rail riders on everything. And you can use code John boy, 25% off the team store. The link, I think we got that in the description, Biebs. I think it's in there. I'm Huge. See the Yankees' hottest prospects make their way to the bigs and get your tickets today. That's code JOHNBOY, 25% off at the team store, too. I'll see. Go see Joe's and Noodle there. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Wagon Wednesdays? Yeah. Can I bring a wagon? Say so this is my dog, Wagon. This is Wagon the dog. So that's just a wagon, sir. A... Mm. Since when do you get to tell me? Yeah. What this is. Seriously. I've chosen it's a dog. Oh, Gallo's up for the Dodgers. He's got an 0-2 count. Darvish is pitching to him. They're going to go inside fastball. They don't use pitch com. You got your and... pride, Poppy. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, he didn't swing. Um, I don't have a pride because you you go first. Because I'm closer to God? If that's what you're calling, it's just dog backwards. So you admit it. <laughs> Depends what you're talking about. My pride of the Yankees. Um, you know what, man? You know what, man? Gallo popped out to Josh Bell. Foul territory. I got a couple options here. I'm between two guys. 
Do you really have a couple options? Yes. Um, I think one would surprise people a little bit, but he's a guy that we probably haven't talked about in a little bit. And there, I only see two options, really, so I might force your hand. This is the perks of going first. I'm going to take Jose Trevino. He has a little three for nine. I know that doesn't look like a lot, but it's more so the spirit of pride of the Yankees and who I'm proud of. We talked about Yachty catching in the heat. Trevi was doing that. He has three more hits this series. His numbers were getting to a scary place like a, a week ago. And now he's got an OPS, man, mid-sevens. Um, he's got a little hit. He's got a four-game hit streak going, I believe. Um, and, yeah, his August is now he's on, like, an absolute heater. Uh, he's been, I think he's, like, 1.5 in, in, in four games now. So, you know, pride of the Yankees, they get swept. Who makes me proud on the Yankees? It's Trevi, and I feel like we haven't talked about him a lot recently. Okay, I thought I gave him an award last week. I think uh, he, the catchers got your pride. The catchers. Yeah, which I said was 80% yeah. Trevino. Right, but, you know, catchers. I kind of said Trevi. everything that you said. This is true. You be good. It's also a bad vibes kind of gloss over pride because the Yankees played badly. BVGP. It was a bad gloss over pride. You forgot an O, I think. Bad vibes gloss over you have gloss over as compound word? Yeah, hyphen. Big hyphen episode. Rail rider, seagull. Hmm. Who's Good your stuff. pride? Do you like you like Trevi? Hey, confirm. Confirm. Okay. I agree with everything you said. I today I I, I noticed again his uh pitch stealing abilities because I think he was even, being even more egregious because he knew the ump was going wide. And it was just like, really? You got a round on that one? Yeah. Uh, my pride is going to be... Hey, I'm going to cut you off real quick. I forgot. I had an award for Trevi. Um, they thought he might bunt in this game, and so they threw over to first, and when he did, he threw up his his hand up the bat like he was going to bunt, like he made a mistake, and then he didn't bunt. So I think that was mental head games to try to make them think he was going to bunt, and then he got a hit. The mental head games. It's the mental games of the mental games. Interesting, and I like it. Okay, um, enough of you. It's my turn. It'd be a good tattoo for you. What? Interesting, and I like it. Yeah. Next. Yeah. I actually have, like, a lot of tattoos bottom of my feet. No one know about them. <laughs> yeah. Bottom. Yeah. Those mm -hmm. are painful. You're a tough guy. I mostly Bible verses and quotes I like. Okay. I'm going to go judge, similar, similar to going Gallo whenever they were, like, they were winning series and sweeping. You're like, I got to give someone motherfucker. I, just Gallo. He's like status quo. Just judge yeah. is kind of status quo, quiet and pride. And when he came through and tied the game there and that at bat, I was like, yes, judge, that yeah. is what you do. Right. That is why we need you. I wish he could have some protection. I need Rizzo and stand back. But yeah, man, I mean, he's, he's, he's a big hit today. And I, that was my reaction, and that made that was my most proudful, like moment I think, of the series. Yeah, and I mean he's depending where you'd like to measure it. He's either feet or inches away from a home, or feet on the wall, uh, centimeters on the bat from a home run, which would have been a grand slam. Which who who knows what that does? 
Yeah, he was the other option, and he's uh, he's awesome. I mean, I think it was in that eighth inning. Was it the eighth inning before F. Ross gave it up that he held Arenado like a deep single to right, and Arenado was just like, in this yeah, game, it's not worth it. Like, in this game, Judge probably throws me out because we're hot and tired. So, uh, yeah, Judge is so impactful. And Another Brian, tattoo I have. By far, just the, the best offensive overall stats. You have tattoos on the bottom of your feet. Hot and tired. Would you prove that? Just feelings. Like That's not August, an answer. That wasn't an answer to my question. Just feelings. August 14th, 2011. <laughs> Hot and tired. It's, almost, it's like a half journal as well. Okay. Some have faded because of how barefoot I am all the time. I'm barefoot right now. Let's see the bottom of them feet done. What? Should we do Yankee MF or? You Yankee If you want, how many people do you have? There's a lot of candidates, right? Yeah. Um, Yankee MF or Yankee MF or. Um, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do this one. For both of us, if you don't mind. I don't mind. I don't think you'll mind. Um, I think I'm going to do Albert Abreu. Okay. I think I'm going to do Albert Abreu. Because uh, like you said at the start of this program, if you don't mind me calling it that, um, you know, we're starting to now shuffle pieces for Albert Abreu who the Yankees admitted earlier this year they were willing to DFA. Now, there's moving parts there. It's obviously, you know, options and things like that. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know, Albert Abreu had a nice stretch for the Yankees. The stats looked really good. Uh, like you, I think you have mentioned, you know, a lot of that was lower leverage, and now that he's finding his way in more important leverage situations, it's, it's not going as well. And Ron Marinaccio just got sent down today after, you know, being – one of the better relievers the Yankees have had this season. So uh, a little bit spiritual and physical, as I always am. Like, you already parted away with this dude twice. And Brito's down there causing a storm. Yanni Brito? I mean, but, like, in, in the long run, like, what's... You already parted with this guy. Let's grade Johnny Brito's name 1 to 10. 3... Two, one, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Just because of that, I'll show you my feet tattoos. <laughs> Whoa. Screenshot listed. Ah, that's another word. Now what? Are you going to give your mf -er? I guess so. Okay. Um, mm, I just thought of one. Ooh, right now? Yeah, I just I just thought of one that I might do. Okay. And this is going to sting, man. But this is going to sting. Don't sting like this. Clay Holmes? Yeah. It's got to be his got to be his first one. I think he might have I might have given him one. I don't know. Dude, you're such a dick to have done that. Come on, Jim. 
When did you give him one when he was on a good stretch? I don't know. I'd have to ask BBD. Uh, Clay Holmes did receive one from Jimmy, that red series. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy, you're a dick. This, this a backfired. dick did to you. L- Lit. I think... Yeah, don't think he has a pride this year somehow. <laughs> I think I remember saying that at the time. And yeah, look looks like that's still the case. Wow. It's the nature of the job. Hmm. Hmm. I'm a dick. What a song, Jake. Yeah. I mean, just the perfect line. <laughs> Like the perfect line in a song. It is. I think Jerry Springer gets a shout out in that long. Uh, yeah, Clay. Hey, again, we put the first one in our rear view. This one we want to put in our rear view, but I'm worried about him. I know you are. He's he's your biggest concern on the team. He's Dan Rourke's biggest concern on the team. He is uh, not him specifically. The closer role. The now, closer role. is, a, is okay. a big concern. Yeah. And I do believe that we will get to the point where the conversation becomes, is Ch- should Chapman be the closer again? Because I think he's gone five scoreless now. I don't think he looks like Chapman in those five outings. I think some he got by. This one, he walks pools. Then they pick off the pinch runner. That helps him. But... Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if in two weeks it's like Clay struggled again, and now Johnny's or now Chappie's got nine in a row scoreless. Like, do we what? Uh, yeah, did he win it back? And I don't know. No one saw that coming. He um, bullpens move fast, man. You just that's just one of the things in this game. Look at a playoff series, and if there's a hot reliever and a cold reliever. Uh, that cold reliever could have given you a hell of a season, but in a playoff series, you say that guy's unusable right now, um, and vice versa. So, you we you don't want to say stuff too reactionary, but man, if if Clay Holmes gets back to looking like Clay Holmes, awesome, dude. Like think about when Chapman got hurt and came back; it wasn't even a discussion. It was the way that cat is pitching right now. You don't mess with that ever in baseball. And they didn't. Chapman came back, looked awful. Um, and now you're right. He's working his way back. Five innings. He's only given up one hit. And I just, I'll plant this seed in, in Yankee fans' heads because it, it makes the conversation fair. Right now, it's not fair. Clay Holmes has still earned everything and he is our closer. If Clay Holmes continues to struggle and Araldis Chapman looks better, or improves, or is clean, and you go into a playoff series, do you want to throw out a struggling Clay Holmes or a hot Araldis Chapman? Like, you know, I, I've been one of the tougher people on Chappie. I was on a trade Chappie thing like a year and a half ago because I couldn't watch the Yankees lose another playoff series with him on the mound as the last pitcher. And here I am saying, if he's hot at the right time, that's your guy. So let's see how it plays out. It's, it's not out on Clay at all. <laughs> But you just, you got to be real in the bullpen. Who's hot, who's not? They can also both end up in a good place, and it's and Clay is probably more equipped for, for a fireman, finish the seventh, throw the eighth, two, roll. Come playoff time, who knows how we'll feel about them. But I wouldn't hate that. 
Chapman as like the backup closer for the playoffs. If Clay ever hmm. gets into trouble, Chapman's the backup closer. Ooh. Ooh, the backup closer. Good roll. Teams that win usually have that. It's true. Yeah. Regular old war. Wooga wooga. Give the wooga wooga award. You won't. I won't. I won't. Because I have an award. Um, my first award. And you know, Yankees got swept. I'm probably going to finish with a sillier award. It might be called something with woogas. Uh, but the first award I'm giving out is the tightrope award, Jim. Janelle? That your guess? Is it Janelle? Nope. Do love some Janelle Monet. Couple good songs though. You got the the the, the tip the, the, the tip on the tightrope. I think I've given this award out. Can you check BBD if I've ever given the tightrope or the Janelle Monet award out before? Don't worry about the Janelle Monet part. I might have called it the Janelle Monet award. Oh, I'm the fastest Googler ever. I'm BBD and I'm so fast. I'm just fast on the Google today. Don't mind me. Yeah. Uh, nothing with the word tight besides Jake giving out the tight pants award to Tommy Canely in 2018. Oh, liked him. What? Have you guessed yet? Um, I haven't, Jake. Jake, I have not guessed yet. I have not guessed yet. The tightrope award. Brutal. <laughs> um, Hicks? Oh, you're close, man. You're close. Uh, James, in game two, the Monty game, Fox yep. didn't listen with the audio. Joe's just so sad. Um, James, a guy started in center field, Tim Locastro, and a play that didn't get mentioned in this game, and I was seeing if you were going to, and then I was going to give you a bop, 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 because I was thinking about it for an award. Tim Locastro started a beautiful relay. Uh, from center field, one of the most fun plays in baseball when it's done right. Right center field gap. Look, Castro throws it in. Here's the relay out at home. Baseball. Wow, was that dramatic? You've got the. You've got baseball. the. Also, Jim, I was laughing the other day. I was looking at some of our old YouTube videos, and we did our dramatic readings from Jack Curry and David Cohn's books. Not a ton of views, but really good content. IMO. Um, some people, I think we, I think we did like five Yankee books, maybe some were Patreon only content. I just remember you only, some only made their way to Twitter. Yeah. The best one was when you referred to Tom Verducci as Tom Verducci and I just, (laughs) Tom the duck. And then, and then, and then it got to like, then you closed it with the, and that was a passage by Tom the duck. (laughs) That's just a good joke. There's nothing else I can tell you there. You're um, always joking. The reason why this oh, is the tightrope award is because the Monty trade in Harrison Bader, who's supposed to come back and be our center field defensive guru, and he supposedly is. But it was just a reminder that the Yankees have Tim Locastro. He's kind of becoming uh, last year's Greg Allen. Like, he's performed pretty well. He he has roles he can do. Um. You know, we talked about Aaron Hicks getting screwed when the Yankees got Harrison Bader. Tim Locastro also kind of got screwed, although he's supposed to be the pure pinch runner. But again, it just reminds us that that tight rope, when Harrison Bader, if and when Harrison Bader comes back, 
I hope he looks really good uh, because the Yankees walked a really tight rope with that trade saying that he would be very valuable in the playoffs. Um, and that was just a Did reminder. Did you see Cashman came out and said he is our starting center fielder next year? Yeah, I did see So that. is Bubba Crosby. Mm, true. Like, I mean, I get it, Cash. I get you have right. to say things, but, like, you can't say that. Like, we, we know, like, you know there's so many variables. Right. change. You know. You're only saying that to stop the criticism of labeling him as a platoon player defensive replacement and that he might not be make it back healthy. I mean, Kay on the air today did the math and he was like, I think they're going to start baseball activities in September. Which means I don't know what we're looking at for this year's Bader. I think think Cashman comes out and says he's our starting center fielder next year because the concern that he doesn't like actually come back in time this year is real. Yeah. I mean, even if he comes back at the time they they say he will, even if that's like an early September return. The next time they need a roster spot, he's going to the 60 day. That's just math. But hmm. but he needs to be on the 40 man before or no. Is. Off the 60 or he's, he's not, on he's the not four, on He's the fine for postseason. Yeah. He's fine for postseason. Yeah, he's in the organization by September, so. And yeah. The, the season does go a week in October because of, of the lockout this year. So, I mean, there's still it, – it can still be a part of Cashman's master plan, which I, I do think it is. But, again, that master plan was a little bit of a tightrope act. So, let's let's hope they can walk it. Yeah. I, uh, I'll give Greg Poon a shout-out. Sent a text oh. that got me good last night. Said, funny that we traded Monty for Harrison Bader to be our fifth outfielder. And Monty's currently pitching to Tim LoCastro. Oh, I was laughing. It's a very odd. It's a very, it was a very odd mood move. Very odd. What's your very first award? Odd. What's that? Do you have your first award, right? Yeah, the spoiled kid award. Ooh. Okay, spoiled kid. Let's think about this. Bellinger homered. Um, Cody Bellinger homer. Juan Soto's mic'd up. The spoiled kid award. Goes to Josh Donaldson. Wrong. 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 Once wrong. again. Sorry. Spoiled kids don't clean up after themselves. Okay. They don't clean up. Those are Glaber Torres. Oof. What's the one thing we've known about Glaber since his rookie year? He don't like hitting cleanup. Mm. It's out of the out of the batting order positions that he's had the most like like actual chunks of time in, this is worst. Yeah, he's got a six ninety five OPS in the cleanup hole this year, two seventy five on base percentage. His career two seventy one on base percentage, six fifty nine. He presses. Now it's part of it because Rizzo and Stanton are both out, but look at his fit five hole numbers on his career. And on his season, and we're to the point now where the sample size is pretty large and pretty consistent. He doesn't really, he tries to become someone new in the cleanup spot. He doesn't like it. He never has. Cut it out. 
This kid's so spoiled. It's the cut it out award. No, that was last. That was up. last up. That was definitely last up. Mookie double. Mookie bets. Yeah, dude. This uh, you know, the final game of this series, the Yankees put up some big, big numbers. So a lot of the offensive stats look good, and that's where it's also like, all right, like Glaber. I hope you know your bad at bats are behind you and going to Seattle. But yeah, no, I mean, that's something. the The future Yankees analytics are. They're going to care about, like, batting order numbers. That's my prediction. That's their future. Yeah. Okay. I like it. James, my last award is the Wooga Wooga Award. <laughs> Montas. Ooh. Close, Jim. It's another trade deadline award. The Wooga Wooga goes to Andrew Benintendi. Uh, like you said, he gets a real hit, uh, double uh, down the line. He gets three hits this series, a little three for ten, whatever. Um, I think two things of importance. He makes medium difficulty balls to left field look very easy. He made a nice play down the line. And then he called off Marwin today on normally a tweener between left field and shortstop. He makes medium difficulty plays look very easy. I like that. The second thing I liked, he hit a ball in the gap today that he barreled up. It didn't look like it would be a home run. BBD can confirm. We were watching it together. I said, where's that going to land? I had no idea. I had no idea if it was going to be a single in front of the center fielder. I had no idea if it was going to land... Like kind of you said that out loud to BBD. I, I think I said, "Where's it gonna land?" I said, "Where's that gonna land, David?" It was said. I did say it like that. Um, That's the kid from the nanny. The ball, (laughs) the ball ended up landing past the outfielders, um, in the gap. Uh, Over there, it landed behind them. Landed behind them. Might have even hit the warning track on the fly. So I was like, okay. I didn't know what type of pop Benny was working with this year. I didn't know contact hitters could hit balls over (laughs) outfielders' heads. I didn't know what Benny was working with this year because we heard he's been pretty slappy in Kansas City. All the best contact hitters I know just ground out (laughs) to the left side of the infield. Seeing that he still had that amount of juice in his bat, um, bodes well for Benny going forward. He had his walk series. No walks this series, but three hits. Now he'll start combining them, and he'll have walk and hit series. He did have a walk, but the dripping old man of an umpire was too hot and unfocused to see it. Yeah, it's true. As did Marwin. (laughs) Yeah, as did Marwin. So... Jim, the most prestigious award of the app. Yeah. It is the most prestigious award of the app. And it goes to, let me check this, let me check this, let me check this. Dude, I don't know. I kind of want to give it to that guy, but now I'm double thinking it. Okay. Um... Hmm. Jim? Who would you rather talk about, a pitcher or a hitter? Uh, hitter. 
Okay. But did I didn't I give him one? Okay. You don't know who I'm talking about. No. I haven't heard the award yet. Okay. I gave Donaldson award last week, so I'm not doing it because it'd be the same conversation. I had Benny lined up. You took him. Whoops. Um sorry about you. Yeah, rude. Who's the pitcher you want to talk about? What's the award? No, I just, I just. Okay. Un... Hmm. Yes. Oh, I love it. Hmm. This is the real stuff. You're hearing him think right now. The Ed Traxel Award. <laughs> Man, watching that light bulb go off. That was that was artwork. The Ed Traxel Award? Maybe that Steve? No. no, 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 not him. Mike Hargrove Hargrove Award. The Mike Hargrove Award. The old yes. Orioles manager. Or was he was he Orioles in Cleveland? He was Orioles in Cleveland. Jakey Baseball. What a Maybe. Lead. Just a nerdy kid. Um, do you know what his nickname was? I do. And, dude, what's really funny, so you combine the names here. Steve Traxel, the old Mets pitcher, has the same nickname. Oh, okay. So then it can be the Steve Traxel Award. Flaxel. Um <laughs> So does Pedro Baez. The human rain delay. Um, We have a buddy with the nickname the human cooler. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great nickname. nickname. Um, Human rain delay. Who's not pitching fast enough for you, big dog? You also had a nickname for a guy that we kind of knew, didn't really know, the local booze bag. That was so rude of you. That was really rude of me. So we didn't, I don't even know if he was a drinker. Or nice not. kid. No. Just saw him at a bar one day and you go, Danny, please, the local booze bag. What up? And he was like, to, uh, why are you calling me that? We used to piss our pants on campus because we'd walk back past this one kid. Danny went to high school with him. Nice kid. Played soccer with him. And in the middle of campus, we'd go, oh, Danny, the local booze bag. <laughs> and we just start cracking up. And then one day he was kind of like, guys, I don't love this at all. And we were like, no, you're right, dude. Yeah, like we had no idea if he but drank But then one ever. night he was at the bar on like a miserable night and we were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. caught yeah. you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you had the local booze bag. <laughs> Man, he didn't like that. Oh, it's a rude nickname, especially since we didn't know anything about Where are you going? Like Johnny L's? I don't know. Don't call him that. Okay. Matt Carpenter. Ooh, so you went hitter. Yeah. Holy smoke. <laughs> yeah. I double birded you. <laughs> Did you got me. Yeah. That was your you. deepest fake yet. That was good. That was good, bro. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Easy with that. His ability to take pitches they were talking about on a lot of broadcasts is out of control. Okay. Like, I I gave this award out a while ago, 
and I think I talked or I just talked about it. Like the pitches per plate appearance. He he doesn't have enough at bats to be qualified yet. But of anyone that has even the same um, like amount as him, it's unbelievable how long his at bats are. Mm. He is let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. Uh pitches batting. Mm. Do you think that was the gonorrhea award or the big poop award? Those are two awards Matt Carpenter's received this year. In the last month. Gonorrhea award was Band of Brothers. He also got the Not Joey Gallup award. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. And he deserved it. He did deserve that. Yeah. Um... Can't find. Okay, he has 147 plate appearances. He's averaging 4.7 pitches per plate appearance. The next highest is Dylan Moore at 4.5. He has 185 plate appearances. Of qualified, the highest is 440. And he's got 470, did I say? Yeah, 474. It's that's a lot. I mean, we're talking about in the margins here because I think Donald, the IKF was at like 3.3 at one point. It was like, Jesus, dude, that's not a lot. But you get up to near five. Yeah. Think about that because you get four at bats. That could be 20 pitches right there. At one point, was it in game one where he saw 20 pitches? I think so. And his last at bat was only one pitch. He does a check swing. On the final at bat of the game, and the ball runs into it, which was tough luck. That was tough luck. But yeah, I, I'm just impressed by his ability. That is a big time skill down the stretch. You can do that against good pitchers in the postseason and stuff. I I know some people have him becoming a pinch hitter in the postseason. Others has him staying as a starting bat, and then Bader replaces him or Tila replaces him. We'll see, but. If you can guarantee that you're going to see 15 pitches in your four at-bats or more, that's a skill. Jim, it's nuts. I I had a moment today where I was like, I wonder, is, is Carpy falling off? Is he, like, and dude, it was out of a TV show. You've been calling him Carpy? No, I was having this moment where I was like, is he, is he kind of, is it, is, is the regression happening and what does it look like? Like he's still having good at bats, but he's not putting up the same numbers, right? And that's because in my head, in the last seven games, he only has one homer. Um, which again, think about how many home runs he was hitting. That's crazy. He has a 1.173 OPS in the last seven games coming into today. He was the player of the week for the Yankees. And in my head, a guy who watches and talks about the Yankees, I was like, is Carpy? Is, is he starting to fall off? And that's just because he wasn't hitting a home run every game because that's how sick he was. He's been incredible. It continues. And the re- part of the reason they did that Harry Bader trade was because Matt Carpenter's starting in the playoffs. He was the player of the week for the Yankees? Yes. Who gives that out or votes on that? Well, the Montefiore Montefiore doing more, Jim. Is that just said during broadcast? Yes. Yeah. 
Like, yes. I've, I've watched that my whole life and just never input it. I think it's new as of maybe like last year. The last couple years. The Yankees player of the week. Montefiore like it's anymore. like on the yes broadcast. It, it, yes. Montefiore you have to kind of say that because like player of the week for the AL or player of the month, like those exist. Right. Like the Yankees account doesn't tweet that. Yes, might have. Okay. All right. Yeah, Carpenter's fun. This is good. I, I did think today I thought, hmm, mustache mm. is getting a little too bushy. Okay. Like um, it's starting to handlebar know, down a little bit. Starting to ha- starting to get a little bar. You know, we got grooming standards here in the Bronx. Okay, you keep that lip clean. Shout out Generation Kill. Shout out. Shout out. I like it did how a lot. Much you like that? They did a lot. You don't know. You don't know anything <clears throat> about what they did. a good award man thanks really good stuff oh my god manny is playing baseball in the types of sunglasses that you wear as a joke yeah just utterly ridiculous yeah like we'll look back at this year's sunglasses and be like guys it looks like a snowboarder in the box yeah can you see I think so. Be really tough if he couldn't. Um, yeah, as far as I know, there hasn't been like a successful blind baseball player. Although I did see on Instagram, there's a a blind guy who's golfing, um, and it's actually awesome. Does it with his dad. They line up the shot. It's really cool. You think he's you think he's faking it? Question mark. No, Jimmy. I haven't seen the clip. This is when Joe's has opinion. been telling you this, dude. Sometimes you accidentally throw these wrenches in conversations. That's a fair question. I haven't seen it. I'm asking, in your opinion, do you think he's faking it? The golf. DJ's awesome, and I love him. Not the blindness. I love DJ LeMayhew. Uh, he hits a casual homer off uh, Helsley, who's been one of the best relievers in the game. Uh, His job is to get Judge to the plate. Yeah. Uh, does it. Another casual 400 on base series with uh, with that homer at the end. Uh, Donaldson, we didn't talk about him because you're right. It's the same combo. We hope he continues to go a little bit or be a threat. Um, those doubles were nice. Hicksie, hopefully he goes after his brutal slump. Um, that might be it. Might be it. IKF is one of the worst OPS slugging or well, weak contact hitters in all of baseball. Here's all I'll say. After after the loss last night, I didn't have much to say. It was a one nothing game. Go back to the burn and the conversation about that game a minute ago. I still had nothing to say. They lost one nothing. That game stunk. I tweeted out just out of like I should tweet something. I tweeted Oswald Peraza. And now we've talked about him a lot here. If you're in Yankee land, you know who he is. He's not, he hasn't been a hyped Yankees prospect. He's not Gary Sanchez. He's not Volpe. He's not one of those guys. He's recent, like, oh, yeah, we've got this shortstop who's good, Oswald Peraza. I think we brought him on the map a little bit. Jimmy, I tweeted his name 21 hours ago with nothing else around it. The Yankees lost a road game in St. Louis. 
got 3,000 likes. <laughs> like, and that's the other thing with the vibes in August and what's going on with this team. There is a chance that the Yankees' best shortstop is in AAA, and I think that goes into all of the vibe pile that everyone is feeling right now. I heard an August 18th rumor thrown around that the Yankees might wait for then because it, it keeps his, I think, his rookie eligibility for next year or something. I don't think the Yankees really care about that. I think they're Well, waiting. you get a draft pick now. So, so they, like, mm. that's right. If you so, so like the Mariners could could get rid of a bunch of prospects this year, a, a, a touch more freely because uh, Julio Rodriguez is going to win AL rookie of the year. And that gives them a top draft pick next year. Right. That's oh, yeah. part of the new agreement. So they don't want to bring someone up, burn their rookie status. So, so if they wait till after the date, August 18th is, is what you've heard The next year he would be a rookie and could still win that award technically. So maybe there's something there. If that's- I mean, IKF has a 270 batting average out of 151 qualified hitters, yeah. 151, 149th in hard contact, 138th in OPS, 141st in slugging. It's like Smoltzy on the broadcast, you didn't listen to him, ranted and raved about how much IKF has changed the Yankees' offense. He brings a whole new dynamic, and I quote, will be the difference maker in the postseason because the Yankees have not had a contact bat in the postseason. And people believe all that shit to be true. DJ's a contact bat. He can also hit for power. Benny's a contact bat. He can also hit a double. Get on base. And have on base percentage and get on base. Like, we are the scale tip. Everyone's fighting like, Putting the ball still in place still matters. Put it, and I 100% agree. I've been saying the same yeah. thing. Putting the ball in place still matters. Not striking out still matters. 100% agree. But you have to do more than just hit singles. He has a like 16% grounded in a double play percentage. That's The next highest on the team is Judge at 8%, I think, because all he does is lay the ball on the ground to third base or short. But, like, I just never seen people so blinded by whatever they're blinded by. And and, and he's not the reason they're losing right now. But when Rizzo and and uh, when Rizzo and Stan are both out and you're looking for some some thump deep in your lineup. He's not you're never going to be turned to him. Don't know what the kid is. Would like to find out. And would would love to know if batting ninth or eighth, if he's more of a threat than IKF or Marwin. 16.7% grounded in double play percentage for IKF if he comes up less than two outs and a force. Next highest is DJ at 10. I'd also, this is just kind of a weird fun fact, and it's about the Yankees, and I mentioned it to Chris Rose of Sports Encyclopedia, and he was shocked especially because who his Cleveland Guardians are this year. The Yankees haven't had a rookie taken at bat this year. Really? Yes. Florial? 
I mean, he's not a rookie. He's been a part of two seasons, right? So you just mean like a debut? They haven't had somebody debut a hitter make a debut this season. No, there's no way Florial has enough service time. Maybe it's debut. Either way, the general sense of it. I mean, away this is Florial's third major league season, so I yeah. I don't know how it's phrased, but yeah. And I mean, just think about competitiveness and earning your keep and stuff like that. Like, and that young energy, that young fun energy that this team could probably use in the middle of right now, yeah. right now, yeah, in the dog days of August. Yeah, Florial still has his rookie eligibility, but your points—they haven't had like a, a kid get called up. Debut. That's, yeah. that's the point of the right what word. you're saying is still very. It's you're good. No Yankee player has had their first MLB at bat this year. And people keep saying, someone in the chat said, Hicks worries more than IKF, and I, I'm not against you there, but as soon as Stanton's back, Hicks right. is on the bench. They already traded for the guy to replace him. Now, Benny hasn't looked great yet, but we're hoping that he keeps going, but they did make a move to replace a lot of Hicks at-bats in Ben Benintendi. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet because Stan's on the IL, but... It'll be, you know, Stan or Carpenter and right with Benny and left and judge and center or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the episode. We love you. Go Yanks. Seattle tomorrow? Or do they have Monday off? Seattle, Seattle tomorrow. Off day Thursday. Late night. Wednesday games. Of, is Wednesday like a 1 a.m. record for us? It's a 4 o'clock game. So, so we, it's like a 7, 8 o'clock record for us Wednesday night? Yep. It's not bad. Not bad. You can do that. What time does tomorrow and Tuesday's game start? 10 p.m. Dude, I'm just not going to be able to watch those. I got gout. What's the other thing? Lyme's disease? Arthritis. Or arthritis. Yeah, what's the kind of... It's like a kind people are saying I have that I don't know plantar fasciitis plantar fasciitis yes and I'm so tired at night 10 p.m. start okay I'm gonna have the baby sleep badly this week if that helps I get up at 445 on Mondays I'm supposed to can we put a nap into our day could damn dude I'm gonna be by my, my grandma and watch it the next morning Speaking of, go Yanks. Tom Grams. Go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. 10 p.m. so late. It's really late. I have a kid. Late start. Might nap. <laughs>